Hey, host Mara Watkins here. I just wanted to let you all know there is a trigger warning for suicide for this episode. Um, our guest Denitra does talk about her experience with that around the 13-ish, 14-ish minute mark. It's not a long discussion. She doesn't go into super detail. She does just mention it. And I wanted to let you all know, I did put it in the show notes, but people sometimes don't read the show notes. So I just wanted to let you know, okay? Enjoy the rest of the episode starting now. Welcome back to the Handle Your Scandal podcast. I'm your host, Mara Watkins. Today we have Miss Denitra Michelle with us. She currently lives in Miami, Florida, and she loves all things crafty, clothes, and food. She's also a content creator I love to follow on Instagram, whose main goal is to help women love and value themselves. Hi, Denitra. Hi, Mara. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. Thank you for giving me the time. Um, I know you're super busy. So tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself. I feel like I did a little brief intro, but I want them to know you a little bit better. Okay. Like you mentioned, I am a content creator. Um, I have been doing this for about two years, but I recently I recently took it more seriously um, starting in March when I turned 30. So I love that. I am the oldest of four girls and I have two sweet nephews named Josiah and Johan. I love them to death. Um, and I just I love having fun. I love exploring. And yes, I am a major foodie. I literally eat all the time. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love food too. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah. So tell us what you've been up to lately. You know, um, I follow you on Instagram, so I'm always seeing your behind the scenes ish on your Instagram stories, but I want the listeners to know. So tell them what you've been up to. So, um, when this whole pandemic started, I, decided that that was my sign to quit my nine to five. I was a teacher for 12 years. So I quit that and took on being an influencer and content creator full time. And it's literally been one of the most fulfilling um, experiences so far. I'm just connecting with different women and really doing what I love has just been so fulfilling. Um, So that's really what I've been doing. I've just been building this brand from the ground up since March. Um, So now we are in what, September? And it has been, it's been a roller coaster. It's been a lot of learning to do, girl. A lot of learning, but I love it. Girl, I'm already, (laughs) I'm already knowing. I can't even, like you said September and I was like, yeah, that sounds right. (laughs) Like... I feel like I've lived the same day, more or less, every day since March. For like, real. It's, all time is being lost, so it's kind of crazy. But, yes, I think that's... I, I didn't laugh, but like when you said, I took the sign as a pandemic, uh, the pandemic as a sign to quit my job. I was like, I feel like that's literally the opposite of what everybody else did. <laughs> everybody 
like, oh shit, I need to keep my job. I need to hope I keep my job. Hope I keep my job. And you were like, I gotta go. No, but I love that. You know, um, I definitely took it kind of like a similar sign to try to focus on blogging and my Instagram and stuff. Not my podcast, as we know, I took a hiatus. But um, <laughs> um, I took it as a sign to like get more serious. That's when I uh, signed up for Spark School and all that. So yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that's I love that. So you currently live in Miami. Tell me what that's like. Miami is a mix of chaos and adventure. That's literally Miami. Like some days, like the traffic really sucks. The weather is hot all the time, but there's so much to do. I love exploring um, and it kind of just kind of fits well with my personality because I am a person who's always on the go and I like change a lot. So just finding different places to go. There's so many different museums, so many different food places and clothing places and just um, activities to do. Obviously not as much right now because of what we're going through, but um, I really like it. I moved here from a quieter city, so it was an adjustment at first, but I, uh, I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. Miami is very fun. I like it. Where are you originally from? You said quieter. Like, did you, like, did you move from somewhere that you're already from, or were you living somewhere else that you're not from? If that makes sense. So I was um, born in Miami, but I grew up in Ohio. So Ohio, really, yes, girl, girl. I was born in Ohio, but I left like really? at age six. What part? Warren, Ohio. I have no clue where that is. Yeah, it's literally the country of the country. Girl. <laughs> yeah, my family's from Lorraine, which is like right by the lake. It's super small town, like 30 minutes out from Cleveland. Yeah, so just, um, I mean, before I, we moved to Ohio, then we moved back to Port St. Lucie, which is um, kind of like central Florida-ish. But then I moved down to Miami. So, yeah, definitely... Uh, definitely a different type of atmosphere for sure definitely um so what do you you mentioned that there's so much to do but how does it feel living somewhere where people think of vacation because you know I'm from Vegas so people are always like oh my gosh you live in Vegas and like when you said you lived in Miami it's like I know people live in Miami but I'm like I wonder what that's like because when I think of Miami I think of like people going on vacation Uh, money to blow and that's kind of how Vegas is so tell me you know what do people think about that when you tell them that or you know what I mean yeah so a lot of people they're like oh you must not ever get bored there's so much to do and it's just like eh, I live here so I'm used to everything like everything that people come like come down for um that excitement yeah like I get it sometimes because there's always new things to do there's always a new store opening up there's always some type of activity to get involved in but sometimes I'm just like y'all like Miami is not all that y'all make it seem it is not all that but like I said that's just because I live here (laughs) I kind of feel like that's like how I people would feel who live like right next to Disney World they're like eh that's Disney yeah I live here I can see that yeah that's true (laughs) yeah that's how I feel about living in Vegas too it's like um I live here so it's like whatever 
They're like, you must spend a lot of time on the strip. I'm like, absolutely not. I avoid it like the plague, actually. Oh, maybe that phrase is not in good taste anymore because we're <laughs> literally <laughs> a pandemic. But yes, I avoid oh it like that. Um, people are still out there right now, which is wild to me. But that's another topic for another episode. <laughs> yes, they like that down here too, girl. <laughs> so you mentioned that you love food, which I do too. I love a good, a good, cute, good place to eat, but also if it's Instagrammable, I love that too. So what's your favorite, like, give me some of your favorite places to eat in Miami. Give me like a, if I'm trying to get my feed cute place to eat and then like a, no, forget the feed, the feed. This is just for some bomb local food. Hmm, okay. So, um, if you want the best burger you've ever had in your life, you go to Kush. It is in Wynwood, and Wynwood is like a very artsy district. So, um, any food that you get from Wynwood is going to be A1, like mouth-watering delicious. So, Kush is really good. There's another place in Wynwood called Koyo Taco. Um, they, hands down, best tacos in my opinion. Um, and there are so many different vegan options as well, which I like doing that. So a few of my, the ones that I like is diced and bole. They're really good. Um, and then if you want to have like a more upscale type place, I would say go to S3. That's on Fort Lauderdale beach. Um, S3 is, is, is bougie. It's, it's real bougie. Um, and where else? Oh, and the little hen. The little hen is like the girls' day brunch ultimate I was like, getaway. it sounds like brunch in my head. I was like, <laughs> yes. that's a brunch place. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, so those are like my top favorites. But there's so many, but those are my top. Okay, good to know. Glad I have this episode. So if I ever go to Miami, I'm going to play it back. Um... If I ever leave my house, no. <laughs> but, um, okay, so then, now I'm hungry. I mean, I ate right <laughs> I ate right before this call, but now I'm like, dang, I really miss brunch, but too, whatever. Too. It's okay. I just tell myself soon, soon, even though I've been saying that since March, but I know. whatever. <laughs> um, so you also love clothes. I also love your clothes, like not to be weird. But I'm like, every time you post a picture, I'm like, outfit, yes. Background, yes. Like, uh, like you're really good at dressing. I love it. So when it comes to clothes, are you more of a bargain, baller, or both? Like some people are like super into like designers. Some people are like, I got this shirt at the thrift store for seven cents or whatever. So like, what's your go-to fashion approach? So I'm definitely more on the bargain side. Um, I can never bring myself to like spend a lot of money on designer stuff. And growing up, I never really cared about a name brand. Like it was just like, okay, it has a name brand on it. So what? But that's just my opinion. Nothing's wrong with name brand, but it's just not my thing. So I like to find um, little boutiques because there's so many down here. So I like to go to different boutiques, but my main place that I go to is Ross, TJ Maxx, Marshalls. We like, love a Ross. I love yes, Ross. Girl. Yes, <laughs> girl. So the majority of the things that you'll see on my Instagram 
is either from Ross, TJ Maxx, Target. I've like, and Walmart has even stepped their game up. Like, I'm not ashamed to say I shop at Walmart. Girl, no. <laughs> Ain't no shame in the game. Um, and then more recently, I've been kind of um, looking into different like online brands because as an influencer, obviously people reach out to me. So recently I have been spending a little bit more on some of um, the online brands that I've been connecting with. But for the most part, it is always a bargain place. All right. Yeah, I'm kind of similar, except for I notice that the area I'm willing to splurge in when it comes to clothes is usually like my athletic wear. But other than that, I have a really hard time justifying paying a lot of money for clothes because I'm I'm the same athletic wear. You have to spend your money on. I agree with that because then you have to um, that way it lasts longer. Yeah, I don't want my um, leggings to be see through when I'm trying to hit the squats or whatever. (laughs) You want to make sure everything's covered and you're in the clear. So but yeah, I'm the same way. So, you know, you love a good restaurant. You love to Focus more on Instagram boutiques is what it sounds like, or just boutiques in general? Just boutiques in general, because I like to wear, I feel like my style is, I try to wear things that most people won't wear. So I like to go and just find like unique pieces and match it with whatever is in my closet. Yes, I love that. I usually wait to say the Instagram username at the end, but I'm going to just say your Instagram right now so people can scroll through your feed and look at your outfits while they're listening to the episode. So her Instagram is it's Denitra Michelle, and Denitra will be written in the episode title, so that's how you spell it, all right? Don't be expecting me to play spelling bee right now and spell it all out for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so check out her feed. Her clothes are always super cute. She's really good at the whole influencer thing i will say goals um so yeah speaking of instagram what inspired you to become a content creator and specifically create the content to help women with self-love so uh, my whole life i struggled with um just loving myself um in high school i was bullied really bad and it had went to the point to where I tried to commit suicide. Um, But I'm still here because I know God had a different purpose and plan for me. Um, So I went through all, I went through that. And just even in my early 20s, I struggled with just knowing who I was. I was a huge people pleaser. Um, And that kind of stems from my childhood. Like I grew up like not, learning how to express myself. I didn't know how to communicate. There wasn't any like form of like natural affection in the household, but I grew up in a very Jamaican Caribbean household. So like, yeah, it wasn't like love all the time. Um, So when I turned 26, I was in a relationship and the guy that I was with, he was so sure like of himself And I was like, yo, I want to be like you. I want to be like so confident the way you are. So that's when I started um, really working on myself. Like he was my motivation to work on myself. Um, And I did a lot of, um, I went to different women's seminars. I went to 
therapy. I did a lot of things in self-work. And so now that I am in a completely different place from where I used to be, I'm like, I want to help other women, especially women of color, because I feel like in our culture, it's not, it that's not a thing, you know, like people, we don't really go to therapy. We don't speak about our emotions and feelings, you know? Right. So, I feel like our generation is the first yeah, to like so, kind of normalize that way. Exactly. Exactly. And I want to break it. I want to break that cycle in my family. And right. Not I, even, you know, it's not even just for myself. It's for me and for my sisters, for my mom. Um, and for the other women that I hope. So that's the main reason why I wanted to start it. Wow. Okay. So first, I want to say thank you for being um, vulnerable and honest with us, me and the listeners. I always say us. Um, of course. And sharing that. I'm so glad that you're still here and you were able to get out of that headspace, I think is the phrasing I'm going to go with. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really bad at talking about stuff like this, if you can't tell. So I'm just glad you were able to um, move past that and find the value in your life and have this whole journey that will inspire other women and probably your sisters and your mom, like you said. So thank you for sharing that. Of course, of course. I really um, appreciate your message and the content that you create and all the things that you do because I do feel like um it's so important to inspire other women to love themselves um I feel like especially for women of color but society is just so focused on making us hate ourselves right like it's so much part of our socialization to you know, hate everything about us. Like, try this diet. Um, mm-hmm. Do this mm-hmm. thing. Um, here's how you keep the guy. It's like, whatever. Agreed. Agreed. So I love, <laughs> I love everything about your content. So tell Thank us a little bit more about exactly what you do on Instagram. Because I be watching, but, you know, the listeners might be new to you. So we got to break it down for them. <laughs> yeah. So um instagram is a whole world in itself like a lot of people think oh i can just post a picture and be done and then it's just like oh i'm good but no girl Mm, no girl not at all no (laughs) instagram is is a lot so um right now i just besides like doing the content i also have some episodes i do it's called chats with d and i invite other women on to share their story because I want other women to know they're not alone and a lot of women experience a lot of the same things. So every Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern time, I invite a a guest on to share her story. Um, And then I also am going to launch some more sit-down talks starting October 1st which just like solo talks where I'll talk more about my experience and different tips and tricks that women can use to begin on their self-love journey. Um, and then just like creating content is, uh, what's the word? I don't even know what the word is. It's tedious, but fulfilling. Yeah. That's how I would describe it. <laughs> it is. T- <laughs> it's tedious, but very fulfilling. So it's cool because when I create content, I don't create it thinking about myself. I create it thinking about my audience and how is it going to impact 
you guys. Right. Doesn't that make it so much harder, though? Because it's like yeah. me, if I'm just posting pictures of me, I'm like, oh, here's one at the beach. Here's me at brunch. But it's like when you're trying to help your audience with whatever your goal is for you, it's self-love. For me, it's um, inspiring people to live a balanced life and, you know, work hard, play hard type of vibe that I'm usually going for. But I feel like it's so much harder when you have other people to keep in mind for your posts. Like that's part of the hard of being a content creator. Yeah, it is. Cause like at first I was doing it more focused on myself, but I realized like people weren't resonating with it. And so when I joined Spark, like that's when I learned like, no, you're not writing your content for you. You're writing it for them. I was like, oh, Damn it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that makes so much more sense okay yeah so but it is hard um one thing like for anyone else who's out there who's an influencer it's just really good to notice how people react to your stuff because they'll tell you what they like you just have to pay attention to it and just ask do polls that's what I do a lot I do polls and I ask people what do you want to see what kind of content should I create what should I talk about next because then I know okay this is what people want instead of me just sitting here and trying to say well I think they want this I don't know um but it can sometimes I do have a uh, creative roadblocks but I think we all have that oh um, yes girl <laughs> I'm very good for a creative funk I actually wrote a whole blog post about it because I was dealing with it a lot um, at the beginning of the pandemic. So I wrote a blog post about how to get out of a creative funk because I think I finally found a process that works for that. Well, I need to go read that one. because <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it in the show notes and I'll share, I'll share it with you after the episode. <laughs> okay. All right. So you mentioned the different challenges that come with creating content. What does your process look like? Because for me... That's the part that I'm still struggling with is creating a sound, soundproof, foolproof process that helps me create content in a more, how do I say, in a like less tedious way, I guess you would say, like something that's like one, two, three, here we go. So for me right now, I finally like got it down packed because since March, I've been trying to figure it out. So what I do first is I have a notebook and or I bought like a binder and I separated it into three. So one part is my blog post. Another part is my Instagram, like the stories or IGTV. And then the last part is the content that's going to go on. So what I do is the beginning of each month, I kind of review what I posted for the month prior and um, some topics I'll expand on or I'll come up with new topics. So I'll, I know for them each month I have four or five blog posts. So I will write down the topic for that blog post and the bullet points I want to cover for each of those blog posts for that month. And then for my chats with D, I know I'll have four or five for the month depending on the days. So the same thing, I'll write... Um, the topics I want to talk about and that way I can begin to know like the women that I want to look for that correspond with those topics and then for my Instagram feed itself um, I just write out different topics so I know that everyone who follows me they like quotes 
They love inspirational quotes, so I know I have to include that. I know they like topics on self-love, so I have to include that. I know they like topics on self-care. And I also just throw in different motivational tips and tricks that you can use in your life. So those are the four main things that I focus on and it is very it's easier when you know exactly what your page is going to be about so if you are yeah so if you're like a makeup designer all right a makeup artist you know like you're not going to be posting about your office organization like you're not going to do that you know that people like when you do in-depth eye tutorials or they like when they do reviews and that's exactly what your content is going to be on. So you have to figure out what um, those main topics are and then kind of branch off of that and then throw in your your ads here and there. You throw in you like a personal, like you went out and you had brunch or you went out to the beach. You just throw those, sprinkle those in that way you kind of keep it personable and it's not always information, information, information all the time. So I do that. So that's the first step. So the first step is just coming up with the topics. Um, And then the second step, I will go in any videos I need to record. I usually try to keep it at two or three for the whole month because I don't like editing videos. Um. Oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. Honestly, like I had flirted with the idea of starting a YouTube a while back or trying to get more into IGTV. And I was like, I honestly hate editing podcasts and it's just audio. So I can't even imagine if I tried to do video, I would probably lose it. Yeah, the struggle. The struggle. That's why I'm not on YouTube. I just keep it simple on Instagram uh, because you can get the same amount of time like you do on a YouTube. So I'll record my YouTube, I mean, ciao, I'll record my IGTV videos. Um, and then now that reels are out, I've been having fun with that. So I'll record a few reels for the month and begin to write out all of my posts. So a good um, platform that you guys can use, it's called Trello. Um, I'm obsessed with Trello. I think at this point, anyone who (laughs) follows me knows what it is. But just in case you're new to the podcast, yes, Trello is the business. I think I talked about it on episode 14, too. I love Trello. Trello is the best. So I definitely recommend um, getting Trello and Planoly or some type of... um, like automated system that way you don't have to worry about going and posting every day so what i'll do is i'll pick all my pictures um and i'll write out the captions i'll choose all the hashtags and then i'll plug it into planoly schedule it and then planoly posts it for me um so i really really like that because I was getting tired child. I was getting so tired of going on and doing it every day (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then the last thing I do I usually do my blog post last because I want my blogs to be as meaningful as possible so that I do spend a lot of time on just really planning that out and making sure I provide as much value as possible through my blogs yeah, that's good. Um, I think I'm just I love that you explained everything that goes into it because I do feel like people definitely underestimate 
um, content creation. And it's a whole thing. It's a job. <laughs> yes, literally. <laughs> it's a job. And um, I love that you shared your process with us. Also, the Trilla board that you shared with Bark, that was like life-changing for me. I was like, <laughs> girl... You can't be giving out this type of stuff for free. You should have ran, <laughs> charged something because that was like life changing for me. So I appreciated that. Um, um, you know, you mentioned that you do the talks with different women to talk about their journeys with self-love and valuing themselves. And you do your motivational quotes and your feed posts. But I also know that you have a Facebook group. I think it's called the self-love experience if i'm wrong correct me yes it is okay so tell us a little more about that and what your group is like and what i mean obviously don't give away too much because they need to join the group if they want the real tea but tell us what that's like like what what do they get out of joining your facebook group so the self-love experience um is going to be I have a lot of plans for that. So, but I wanted to create just a really tight knit community and I call the girls in my group I call them sisters. So, it's a sisterhood because I want it to be um a place where you can go and share your deep thoughts, share your innermost feelings and not feel like you're going to be judged for um for sharing what you need to share. A lot of people, they don't have a safe space or they don't feel maybe comfortable talking to their friends or their family about things that they're going through. So I really wanted to create a space where women could come and just be vulnerable and we can all help each other. And then every day I share some type of motivational uh, content, whether it's my blog or it's a YouTube video, it's a podcast, like whatever it is, I always share one motivational uh, piece of content for the girls to consume that day. Um, And it just really helps us to get through life, I feel like. A lot of the girls, um, they express to me like how much it's helped them. And it just makes me happy that I'm able to create that type of space because I didn't have that when I was growing going through what I was going through and I really want to make this self-love experience a whole like I said it's a there's a lot to come but it's it's literally going to be what it says an experience right like I mentioned earlier I just think it's really important to have that space for women in a society that's always trying to tear us down So I super love that and I'm excited to see what you do with it because it just is something that I can totally get behind. You know what I mean? Like who doesn't want to promote self-love or others to have Mm self-love? Agreed. Agreed. I feel like everything in society would be so much better if everybody just loved themselves. (laughs) Like that sounds so like naive, but it's like I really do think that's like that's a problem that we have is people spew so much because they don't love them like they spew so much nastiness because they don't love themselves and it's a projection agreed 100 percent. i mean i didn't go to school for therapy or anything or psychology (laughs) or whatever so i can't say that for sure but that's what i feel like (laughs) so you have the self-love experience facebook group which i'm really excited to watch um you build as time goes on 
But I also noticed when I was getting ready for this little interview chat that you added a merch a merch page in your bio, girl. So what's going on with that? I didn't even know that was yes. going on. Tell me about that. Yes, it's something that's been uh, secretly happening. Um, <laughs> so I kind of just plugged it in there without really saying anything yet. Um, but I am launching a self-love journal. So I've been working on designing this journal. I'm going to be launching it soon on Etsy. So I will be selling journals um, that has pre-planned self-love prompts in there for you. As long as just like empty journals uh, or blank journals. That way you can just jot your thoughts down and things like that. And then we are also going to have, I created some self-love affirmation cards. So, and motivational cards that I'll be selling on Etsy as well. And women will be able to use those, whether you're putting it up on your vision board or you want to take a card to uh, put it in your purse for the day. So you can pull it out and just have a little bit of motivation. You can um, use the affirmation cards to recite affirmations in the morning. So we'll have that. And then I also created some self-love desktops for your laptop and your desktop. Because a lot of us are working at home and um, I just want to have something where once you get on in the morning, you can look at that. You can have those reminders staring back at you um, and just give, get you pumped to go through the day. And so those are the things that we're launching right now. But I'm also in the process of doing some self-love uh, geared t-shirts and mugs and like tumblers and water bottles and things like that so it's just going to be a lot of different things uh, that will be on but stay tuned because i'm so excited y'all i'm so excited (laughs) i'm excited for you that's super awesome oh my goodness i'm so excited for you wow i'm just like i literally just found out i'm like what this girl never mentioned a merch line like what's going on (laughs) do you hope to expand that or do you think you're just gonna keep it with like the journals the cards the desktops um or do you hope to eventually have like a full-blown merch like t-shirts coffee mugs you know whatever people do for merch yeah i definitely want to do t-shirts and coffee mugs eventually um after i this up and going and then the plan is to have a mobile store so I want to because that's like really popular down here Um, I'm sure over in Vegas and things like food trucks and all these mobile stores and Mm -hmm. stuff so I want to invest in a truck and get it all fixed up and cute and pretty and (laughs) have a mobile store that way it can go to the different events and it'll be a self-love experience on wheels where you can go and get all the things you need to love yourself, girl. All the things. Yes, yes, yes. We love that. I love that. <laughs> I can only say we. Like, I'm not just a one-person <laughs> show, but whatever. No, I love that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I love that so much. I'm just going to sit with that for a little bit. Wow, a mobile store. That is just... That's next level, girl. I'm super excited to keep (laughs) following you you and see how this all plays out because I would never even think to do that. So it's like you're just your creativity is on a whole nother level. I love that so much. So what made you decide that you wanted to do merch? Like for me, 
I'm already stressed out with the content creation as we've made clear throughout this entire episode. So like what made you decide, yes, I want to do this content creation daily face or excuse me, daily Instagram posts. I know you got your morning affirmations on your stories. You got your um, all your tips and tricks and all that. And you do your uh, chat with D. And you do the self-love experience. And then you wanted to add a merch line in there, girl. Like, tell me what that process was like to decide that's what you wanted to do. Because you're already doing a lot. Well, I'm a really, like, a crafty person. I've always, ever since I probably 14 or 15, I always had something I was creating. I used to make little girls hair bows and tutus and bracelets and, like, stuff like that. Um, So I always knew that I wanted to have something where I can be hands-on and make something that will help somebody else. So just sitting and coming up with like the journal, it really helped because I was able to tap into like my graphic designing side of me. And one thing about being a creative and for everyone who's listening, who's a creative, you know, that you have a thousand and one ideas all girl yes (laughs) all the time so I wanted to think about okay I love taking pictures I love editing I love writing I love talking so that is already covered in the Instagram aspect of it but I wasn't having fun creating things with my hands so I was like I have to come out with a merch line um that way I can just tap into all of the different versions of Denitra, you know. <laughs> so that's really it. I just wanted to, it was a way to help other women, but also help myself to continue to uh, be crafty. And because I'm not teaching anymore, like I don't get to create things. When I was a teacher, I always got to build things and create things. But now that I'm not doing that, I needed, I needed that outlet. Yeah. That makes sense, actually. I feel like I, too, like to create things, but I always get stuck in the idea phase because that's just who I am as a person. (laughs) So I love that (laughs) you're actually able to get that out there. And like now you put it out there on your bio. So it's like if you don't do it, I'll be like, hey, girl, what's going on with this? And I'm going to bother you. No, (laughs) No, do it. I'm like, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get the journal. I love a good journal. I have too many notebooks. Like, do you think I'm going to stop buying them, though? No. No. Nope. It's a problem. <laughs> um, but no, that's great. So you mentioned that you were a teacher. How long were you a teacher for again? I taught for 12 years. Oh, 12 goodness. Years. That's I a taught whole, my babies. That's a whole preteen. That's <laughs> for a whole, real. That's a life. Oh my well, no, I have kids now um, who are now going, they're going to be freshmen in high school. That's insane. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's the job that you quit when you started all of this back in March? Yeah, that's the job I, I quit teaching um, only because it, it wasn't really fulfilling anymore. I was going to work and doing all this stuff and I love the kids, but the job wasn't it. Yeah, I feel like with teaching, there's so much uh, red tape and, you know, we could have a whole other episode about education and how they... Child, yes, we could. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my best friend's a teacher, so I get it. And I used to be a substitute teacher, so 
I understand. And I feel like it's just hard to do right now with it being virtual or some not being virtual and the dangers that that has. So I ain't mad at you, girl. (laughs) But one thing I'm looking forward to is expand, like expanding this and still helping kids because um, I mean, I and I tutor and I babysit a lot of my old students. Like I always have somebody's kid. I said that needs to be my hashtag. Like, hashtag, I always got somebody kid. Because I do. And you know, if you look at my stories, I yeah. always got somebody kid. That's true. <laughs> I, was, I was confused for a while because I was like, I know she quit her job. Um, I know that she has some relatives that are children, but I don't think she has this many relatives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, she must be a tutor. Um, yeah, I can't stay away from them. I love, I love kids so much, though. <laughs> okay, so she's also creating content, starting merch, Facebook experience, and tutoring children, y'all. What can't she do? Hey, but at the end of the day, you can do anything you put your mind to. Like I, I know eventually um, things are probably not probably because you got to speak it into existence. Eventually, I know things, that's right. <laughs> things are going to take off, and just when that time comes, it'll be time for me to expand and hire an assistant or hire a graphic designer or hire someone to, you know, manage my Instagram for me um, and just expand on that. So I can't wait for that time to come too because then I get to connect to other ladies and I like doing that. (laughs) I cannot wait. I always tell people I cannot wait till I make enough money off of all this to hire somebody somewhere to help me out because I be tired. Tired. Like I have to make sure I schedule one week every month where I don't do anything or at least three days that I don't do anything. And then every two months I, um, I said, I'm going to start like going to an Airbnb and just like leaving my laptop at home because I am getting really overwhelmed and this is the beginning. But like I said, it's a good tired, but it's, it's a lot, a lot of work. It is a lot. It is a lot. So, now that you've laid out everything that you're involved in, some things I just learned today, even though I follow you, there's just so much that you're doing. Like I said, you got your Instagram, which is a whole thing. You got your uh, Instagram lives that you plan with other people to talk and sit down. You got your merch line. You got your self-love experience Facebook group. And you're tutoring kids, and you're trying to figure out other ways to make your brand bigger and better, which we love to see. So my question for you, which is my question for every guest, is how do you handle your scandal, a.k.a. balance your busy life? Tell us what that looks like for you. So I have to learn, or I've had to learn how to still be present in my own life and... um associate with friends and hang out because if not I will get consumed with my work and be on my computer all day every day because it doesn't feel like work to me um so I definitely have to schedule in rest periods like I mentioned earlier whether it's just going to the beach and relaxing um watching Disney plus watching Netflix I, you really have to have that work-life balance because then when one of them lacks, like you won't, you're going to feel burnt out. Like, yes. At the end of the day, you are. You can't do work, work, work all the time and you can't just 
do life, life, life all the time because then your business is going to suffer. So you have to learn how to, okay, at a certain time of the day, I have to clock out. So I had to really start to think of this as an actual business. And I clock in at a certain time and I clock out at a certain time. And then when I clock out, I have to make myself not work anymore and just relax, whether it's sitting and talking to my grandma or like I said, watching Disney Plus because I'm a huge Disney fan. Um, I will do I do things like that or just going for going to the gym, working out, doing yoga. I love like taking time to meditate and do yoga right in my journal. I just bought um, a notebook because I want to learn how to like do like cute little kawaii. I think it's called kawaii for the like the Japanese Chinese doodling art. Um, oh, I, I wouldn't know, but I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody knows, please let me know. But I think that's what it's how you pronounce it. So I want to learn how to do that. So it's really important to still have your hobbies, still have your personal life while building your brand. It is very possible, um, but you have to make sure that you do it. And because you are your own boss or because I'm my own boss, I have to hold myself accountable. And the same thing for the ladies who are listening. You have to hold yourself accountable and say, okay, that's it. No more work for the day or no more partying for now. I have to build my brand. You have to know how to do both. Definitely. I can relate to that for sure. For me, it's so hard because if I have downtime from school or homework or whatever else I have, that's like what I consider like not fun. (laughs) My not fun responsibilities. When I have downtime, I'll just start planning things, start writing posts. And it's like at some point, it's like you just need to sit or lay and just stop. Do nothing. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm struggling with that now that school's back in session because when school wasn't in session, I had a little bit more leeway to just exist. But once school starts, it's like a whole nother level. So I love the idea of clocking in and clocking out. I think that's so important. And I'm glad that you gave me that perspective just now. So thanks, girl. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. So aside from that, do you have any other advice for our listeners, whether it's with content creation, um, building self-love and value, or any any other things you want to share? Well, with self-love, I would say that you already have everything inside of you that you need. If you are struggling with believing in yourself or confidence or saying no or seeing uh, knowing your worth or your value, you just have to know it's already there and that woman is just waiting for you to discover her and let her out. So you have to be willing to put in the work consistently, even when it's hard, because it will get hard because anytime you want to do change or you want to change your life, there's going to be challenges. So just know the challenges are going to come, but you'll be able to overcome them. <laughs> um, and then for my ladies who may be influencers or who are on Instagram, on the same, kind of like the same thing, you know, you just have to be consistent. Like anything you want to do in your life, it takes practice, it takes learning, and it takes consistency. And the more you do it, the more your confidence will grow in it and the better you'll get at it. And before you know, you will be spitting out content left and right um, with 
little to no distractions or stress involved, which I can't wait to get there. But we almost there. We almost there. <laughs> I was like, ooh, this sounds like the promised land. I can't relate to that at all. I get distracted too easily. <laughs> I was I was just telling my mom today, I'm pretty sure I have ADHD because like the distraction, I can't focus for nothing, but I get it done. I get it done. <laughs> no, I feel like... I wouldn't say ADHD, but I definitely feel like ever since the pandemic started, like when I went back to school, it is so hard for me to sit through an entire hour and a half class on Zoom. Like my attention span is like non-existent now. Yeah, me too. Well, maybe that's just it. I think that's really what it is because I feel that way now. Like ever since this semester started, I have to keep my phone in my room and then I have an office space. I have to keep my phone in my room or in a drawer or something so that I'm not literally just like whatever this class and like being distracted. I probably shouldn't admit that on the air, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's so hard to stay focused these days because it's just like, I don't know, we could get into a whole nother topic about the pandemic and how that's just a struggle. But Struggle, um, the struggle. <laughs> but no, that's true. It is hard staying focused sometimes. I feel like sometimes I'll get like hit with the wave of inspiration and then I'll start creating and then it's like, boom, um, that's yeah. over. Um, <laughs> go do something else now. And I'm like, wait, I really wanted to finish this thing. Um, I'm just saying. <laughs> but no. Um, so, yeah. Thank you for that. I think it's really important to remember that self-love is a journey. Mm-hmm. And it looks different for everybody, right? For me, yep. my own personal self-love journey, um, I, I would consider myself a pretty confident person, and I've been told that by many people. But this last, since November-ish, and then add the March to it too, because it kind of got worse then, I've been really struggling with like my body image because I went from like going to the gym six times, five times, four times a week to like now I'm doing these home workouts, and sometimes I don't feel like doing them. And definitely can tell I lost some muscle and gained some weight, but it's just like self-love is a journey. Some years I'm killing it. Other years I'm like, oof, I really need to talk nicer to myself. So I appreciate all the content that you create that helps me with that. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. I think we're going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for coming onto the podcast and chatting with me, Denitra. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Of course, of course. For all of my listeners, you can follow her again. I'm going to mention it again just because I do always say it at the end of the episode. But you can follow her at It's Denitra Michelle. Um, It will be in the show notes. And yeah, thanks again. I really do appreciate you. you giving me the time. Of course. Thank you so much. Listeners, thanks for tuning in. Have a great day and make sure to handle your Scandal.